Welcome to another episode of the Gaining Control Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Corley. And in today's episode, I really want to talk about a topic that I think doesn't get talked about as in-depth as it should. And that topic today is adaptability. And so with this episode, I wanted to title, title it something that brought an emphasis to how important it is. And this episode is titled Adapt or Die. And the reason why I want to be that harsh with the title is because it is very important, especially today. It is very important that we have the skill set of adaptability, but more so with the skill set of adaptability, having the mindset um, to create beliefs around adaptability, because it is very, very, very important as we go forward into what they're predicting for the world, for us to have a belief system. That includes adaptability. And so for a lot of people, adapting is something they don't believe in. Um, actually, what happens is when change occurs, um, they are on the opposite side of adapting to uh, to the rapid or um, uncertainty that's happening around them or to them and or for a lot of people inside of them. What end up happening is a lot of people, they run. They try to find comfort. Um, they try to do things that remind them of the past of when they associated their life to be their happiest. Um, they try to do anything to get away from the uncomfortable feeling of what's happening, what's new and what's different in their life at this current time. And so I just want to be real and, and tell you that um, with them predicting a recession, uh, with them predicting a huge outbreak with monkeypox, um, with COVID um, still in place, um, with the financial aspect of the world at this point with them predicting wars um, with everything that's on the line right now, this is the time to adapt. And and the reason why I know it's the time to adapt is because there's going to be more uncertainty. There's going to be even more uncomfortable things that's going to happen to us. Um, there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of changes that's going to happen quickly. Um, that's going to happen often. And it's going to happen at a pace that, you're not going to be able to get comfortable. So just get rid of the idea of comfort at this point and accept and embrace um, uncomfortableness because it's going to be the new way. And, and I thought COVID would have been enough um, to get people to, to, to adopt the idea of adapting to uncertainty, um, discomfort, but COVID wasn't enough to do it, oddly. Um, many people, soon as they saw a a smender of daylight to get back to what was normal for them before COVID, people retreated back. They didn't take advantage of the opportunity to create um, a new mindset, um, to create um, the ability to adapt, the ability to accept something new, to accept change. Uh, people didn't do that. People ran right back to comfort because the discomfort of two and a half, three years of COVID um, was enough to remind them of the time that was before that they felt was better or more happier. Um, but the problem is, is that we're not returning back to that. Um, we're actually going into a deeper um, discomfort than ever before. And so um, it, it's one thing I wanted to share really quick. And I I, I like to, um, to look at history a lot. I like to read back on some things in the past. I'm, I'm very contextual. Um, I love going back to the past and, and reading things because they kind of give me um, a sense of predicting somewhat of the future 
And, and so for myself, I always go back and read history. And so I was reading uh, specifically from 1914 um, to 1941 in that time period in America. And going from entering a war to a pandemic to a recession headed deep into a depression, going to World War One, come out of World War One, going to the Industrial Revolution, right? And the, the crazy part about that was we're currently in the same type of pattern that happened from 1914 to 1941 right now. And the thing that I noticed is that a lot of those people probably expected after the war, things was going to go back to normal. After the pandemic, things was going to go back to normal. After the recession, things was going to go back to normal. After the depression, things was going to go back to normal. After the war again, things was going to go back to normal. Coming into the Industrial Revolution age, things was going to go back to normal. But they never went back to normal. And what happened, I remember reading through the Great Depression, was because it was so pressing on people's minds and their hearts. And people were so frustrated. And people were so um, discombobulated about the uncertainty that they was experiencing. Many people committed suicide. Many people started blowing their, their finances on things to make them feel better. And I'm going to talk about that word feel a little bit more into the episode as well, because I, I do believe that's a key component to what's keeping people, um, keeping people stagnant and keeping people away from embracing change and adapting the way that they need to. Um, but a lot of those people just were so adamant about being connected to what felt better before that now they found themselves in the midst of this 10, 20, 30 year discomfort. And because of that discomfort, a lot of people never picked up on the opportunity that they had. And the opportunity is to become adaptable, is to embrace change. And so uh, if, if you ever looked at the definition of adaptability, right, um, to and, and and the reason for this this definition is, is the thing that being adaptable talks about is adjusting to new conditions. So if you was to Google the definition, uh, you would come up on the definition, and and the definition will read able to adjust to new conditions. That's a simple definition. It seems like there's nothing in depth about it, but there really is when you focus on three words. Able, adjust, conditions. I'm going to say those three words again to focus on in this definition that really bring us context to how important this is and how we can apply this to the day and why having a certain type of belief system um, really, really, really is important as we go forward. But the three words is able, adjust, and conditions. And that, that word able, meaning you have the tools, you have the mindset, you're capable of doing what needs to be done. This doesn't ask for you to be a, a scholar. This doesn't ask for you to be wealthy. This doesn't ask 
asks for you to be in your best shape, dress your best, look your best. It doesn't ask for anything. It asks for you to be able. And every last one of us is able to. The problem is many people don't believe they're able. The thing that they do believe they're able to do is returning back to what's comfortable. And that isn't what this is asking us to do. This is asking us to become able to accept something new. And you are able. You have what it takes. You just don't know or haven't given yourself permission to do what needs to be done. And so that that next word is really, really important. And the next word is adjust. And so with adjusting, it's asking you to take on the challenge of something new. It's asking you to find ways to cope with what's different. It's asking you to adopt a new mindset. It's asking you to adjust to the uncertainty, to um, not having comfort is asking you to adjust because with what's coming ahead for us if we don't make quick adjustments if we don't make strategic adjustments if we don't make the necessary adjustment we need to make there's a lot of things that we can lose out on there's a lot of um opportunities that we can miss and, and that was one of the things in covid that a lot of people miss A lot of people who didn't want to adjust to the times missed a lot of great opportunities. And a lot of those opportunities came up entrepreneurial, um, just to to state the least. And being able to see so many entrepreneurial opportunities and so many people learning new skills and so many people having just that couple weeks where you was able to actually apply yourself to do something different. So when things did open back up for us you was able to add something to your resume add something to your mindset um change your life in in small ways but it shows up big over time because there's never another time in human history i doubt if we get um a second pandemic as such that allows for us to sit in the house as we did um where we're able to adopt skills like that now all of a sudden monkeypox has come up and it looks as if the numbers are rising, but I'm not saying that they're going to rise to COVID numbers because that would be scary with this. But if they did, there's another opportunity for you to utilize some time to develop yourself. So adapt to the time, but you don't have to adapt negatively. That's the key thing too, for a lot of people to understand. You don't have to adopt, uh, adapt negatively. You can adapt positively and utilize the time um, for your advantage. And so that's what this is more so about is if you're going to adapt, have the mindset to adapt in a positive way that it affects you um, in a way that it boosts your life towards or it boosts you towards the desires you have for your life instead of pull you back or pull you farther back away from the things you don't desire for your life. So it's it's very important that when you adjust, that you understand that you're not just adjusting to adjust to what's happening, but you're adjusting for to fix your life in a positive way as well. And so um, I, I want to go to the last word because I want to stay here for a little bit. And the last word is conditions. And, and I looked up similar words to conditions. 
And, and the five words that I have down here is circumstances, surroundings, order, situation, and state. Um, once again, circumstances, surroundings, order, situation, and state. And so those are synonyms for the word condition. So if I was to reread the definition for adapt, adaptable, it would say able to adjust to new circumstances, able to adjust to new surroundings, able to adjust to new order, able to adjust to new situations, able to adjust to a new state. And, and I want to add in to a new state of mind. And so it's so important that we adjust to all those things, to the circumstances, the surroundings, to new orders, to new situations and new states. And it's so, it's so, so, so important that we do that because when we do that, we're able to be not only adaptable and just to be adaptable, but we can be adaptable and position ourselves for the direction we do want to take our life because new situations is going to come up. We're going to deal with and, and, and experience new circumstances. There's going to be a new order to things. There's going to be new situations that's arrived and there's going to be a different state. It's going to be a different state mentally. It's going to be a different state in, in everything we do. It's just going to be different. And so this is the time to really become adaptable. Um, this is not the time to um, fall victim, to want to be comfortable. I'm telling you, a lot of people lost out trying to be comfortable. And you can see it if you really pay attention. You would notice a lot of people's life didn't change in COVID. It got worse. A lot of people had terrible health habits um, that led them to becoming even more um, indulged in those habits. And because they was more indulged in those habits, you saw what ended up happening. A lot of people gained an extra 30, 40 pounds, and their health is, is declining tremendously at this point. Um, there's a lot of people that um, they became even lazy, and they don't do what they're supposed to do. Um, they, they don't invest in themselves as they should. They don't work more hours to get themselves out of the financial situation they're in. They don't do nothing different. They have the same circumstances as before, but a little worse. They are in the same um, surroundings with the same people, the same type of environment um, that was negative on them before and is negative on them now. They, they're accustomed to the old order, to the old way of doing things. And so that's what they always talk about, the old way of doing things. And they always try to make their case for the old way to be better because they haven't given the new way a chance. Um, they always talk about the situations of the past and the things of the past that was better to them and they just stay stuck on the past and never give new an opportunity and lastly their state of thinking is just stinking their state of thinking is stinking and when you're stuck in the past when you're stuck talking about what was all the time that is thinking thinking and i know we hear that a lot i barely can speak english when it comes to s words if you notice that um as you tune into the podcast I always been like this. I have terrible um, pronunciation when it comes down to S words, but um, stinking thinking is really a thing that is showing up today. And so I, I wanted to 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 dive right there and really just hone in on the importance of being adaptable, because I I, I know for sure um, for myself that I had 
the craziest last year um, that I was away from the podcast and um, one of the significant events in my life that ended up happening, which is a blessing, but it did teach me the importance of being able to to um, hone in on the skill of adaptability. And April 7th, um, I had my second child. Um, my wife and I had our son, um, which is also Travis uh, Jr. So, uh, and our son was doing well the nine months um, in, in my wife's womb. Um, our son had a steady heart rate in the high 140s, 150s the entire time he was healthy. Um, despite my wife had a lot of complications physically, um, and she was on bed rest for the majority of the, the pregnancy, but he was still doing well. It's like it was just like a blessing every time we went to the doctor to see that, despite my wife wasn't feeling as well through this pregnancy, but he was able to do everything that he needed to do. It was it was just amazing to see. It was up until the last five minutes when my wife was pushing him out in the hospital that we ended up seeing our lives change. And I remember just watching and, and watching as um, Dr. Michael was coaching my wife through pushing out the baby and nurses was there to assist. And, you know, once you get close to, uh, if you haven't been in, in, in a um, birthing room, once you get close to where the baby is coming out, um, once you're going through that process where the mother is pushing or they're cutting for a C-section, however it is, there's a lot of people in the room. You're not just in a room with one or two people no more. Um, you're in a room with maybe 10, 12, 15 people. Um, and in this case, what ended up happening because my son came out with the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck um, twice, um, what ended up happening, additional doctors and nurses had to come in the room Um to ensure that he was well. And also, too, my wife ended up actually not breathing as as good as she needed to uh, or as she was um, before she started pushing him. So there was a lot of things that started to happen in that moment. And I remember watching my son come out of my wife, and I remember he was lifeless. I didn't see a heart beating. He came out not saying nothing. His body was just like, arms spread it wide, legs dangling, nothing was moving. He was just still. And I remember watching them put him on the bed and immediately calling in for other doctors. And I remember them immediately hearing um, hearing them on the radio just going crazy. And people was coming in, coming in. And so I tried my best um, to not cry, but I ended up crying because what ended up happening, what, what I thought was going to be um, an a a peaceful situation turned out to be chaotic and i remember for about 10 minutes they did everything they had to do to bring him back to life and and they they did bring him back to life and then um they got him cleaned up and everything and and i remember they pushed him to the to the nicu and the doctor uh came in and he said hey travis um he said hey i need you to grab your stuff he said, I'm sending the baby to the children's hospital across town. And he said, can you call family to come and stay with mom? Because she's going to stay with us. But I need you to grab your stuff and I need you to get ready to go um, to the hospital across town to be with him because we're going to airlift him to this hospital to be further treated. And in that moment, I had to make a hard decision. Of course, I wanted to be with my wife, um, but I knew it was important for me to go be with my son. And so I had to go across town 
um, to be with my son. And, and so I had to get other family members to come up to the hospital and things of that nature. But I didn't have five minutes to think about my next move. I didn't have a day. I didn't have a week to plan this out. I didn't have time to um, run to the altar and uh, go to church and pray as some people like to do. I didn't have time to phone a friend. I didn't have time to do anything. I had a few seconds. Matter of fact, I remember I had about 10 seconds to think through my options. And I had to think about also, we do have a three-year-old daughter as well. And my three-year-old was with my in-laws. And so, um, meaning I had to disrupt my three-year-old being with my in-laws to ensure my in-laws was at the hospital with my, my wife as she recovered. And I had to ensure that my daughter was still taken care of. And so I had to get a lot of people together quickly and I had to make phone calls and I had to adapt to what was taking place. And I knew it was uncomfortable. I knew this was not how I envisioned it. I knew this is not what I wanted to experience, but I knew in that moment, this wasn't a time to cry. Um, as much as I had tears out of my eyes, but what I mean by cry, this wasn't a time to complain. Um, this wasn't a time to um, to get distracted. This wasn't a time, as uh, Pastor T.D. Jakes would say, to lose your head. Um, this was a time for me to um, to tune in to what's happening, adapt to the uncertainty, embrace what was happening, and make the best decision that I can possibly make in the situation. Um, to ensure that my family came out victorious from this event. And that's where my head was at. But it was only there because I already had the skill set of adaptability. And I already practiced in other moments before that moment how to embrace uncertainty, how to embrace change, and how to create victories from what was uncomfortable, um, create victories from the discomfort that I'm experiencing. And so it takes these moments like what we're going through right now for you to adapt, um, for you to learn this skill. So then when other hard moments happen in your life, you have this skill set that you can rely on. And that's the important part of adaptability is that this is something you don't, you won't do once. This is something you would do over and over and over and over in your lifetime because there's always new conditions. There's always new circumstances. There's always new surroundings. There's always new order. There's always new situations or new states that you would have to adapt to. And so it is pivotal that you change your mind about adapting. You change your mind about embracing change. You change your mind about um, being comfortable. You change your mind and you start practicing what it means to be adaptable because I, I can tell you from my life alone, I did not see up from nine months all the way up to that time that the last five minutes would change my life forever. And gratefully um, and, and gracefully, our son is home. He's turning four months um, in four days. Um, and he's he's growing. He's smiling. He's laughing. Um, he's trying to hold the bottle right now. He's eating a ton. Um He's doing everything that a normal, almost four-month-old would do. But to be honest, I did not see that coming. There was no one predicting. There was no reports predicted that we can experience this. I had to adapt in the moment. And I had to make 
um, decisions through being emotional. And I had to make the best decisions because I still was a father to a three-year-old. I still was a son um, to my in-laws. Um, I still was a husband to my wife and I still was a concerned parent for the new child that I was bringing in the world, but I still had to be responsible as a man and do what it was that I needed to do. And so you have to be responsible for your life and you have to do what you need to do. So it's important that we adapt, we adopt the skill of adaptability and we really um, take on um, what it means um, when we say we're able to adjust to new conditions. Um, we really take on um, what it is that we have to do because what we're headed into is not easy. Um, and and it's, it, it will feel like things that, to give up on, but our feelings is the thing we have to get away from because our feelings will keep us in prison and poor thinking. And so you have to get to knowledge and you have to get to what you know. And what you know is the skill sets that you adopted when you had times like now to practice being adaptable with the situations that you're currently dealing with. And so I'm just wanted to get on this episode and really tell you how important adaptability is. And so please, please, please do everything that you need to do to become adaptable, um, to learn that skill set, because it's going to be important for where we're going. And so that's my episode for the day. I truly appreciate everybody that tuned into the Gang Control podcast. Please share this message with somebody that's close to you, that's somebody you care about because adaptability is the most important thing going forward. And so I know that you can adopt this skill. I know that you can become better at it. I know that you will embrace change. I know that you will embrace being uncomfortable. And I know that you will make the best decision for your life as you move forward. Have a blessed, blessed day and catch you next week.